Hey guys, um, welcome to Living Your Life as Life. This is Emily with episode number one. Um, I'm finally doing a podcast. I tried YouTube and it's just... When you live in Alabama slash Pensacola, Florida, there's not much to um, record. There's not a lot of content, so I do my best. Um, Everyone starts somewhere, so I started recording with GoPro. No microphone, no editing software besides um, iMovie that came free on my Mac. I didn't have any license to music, so any music either got copyrighted and muted my whole video, took the whole video off, or I just use um, free music from iMovie, like free little sound effects. So I would rather not do that. So let's try doing a podcast, see what it is. Um... I really like to journal, but I hate, like, I just get, I like to think, but I don't like to write it down, and I want my thoughts to be recorded, so hey, why not a podcast? So these podcasts are probably going to be about 15 to 20 minutes long a piece, that way they're not too short, they're not too long, Um, I have a lot I want to say in this first podcast, but I think I'm going to start breaking it down into different sections. That way I can um, get a few podcasts under my belt. I don't know if I said the date. It's July 31st, 2018. You won't be listening to this on that date though because I definitely want to get a few podcasts under my belt before I start posting because I want to post on a consistent schedule. That way you guys know, the listeners know Emily has a podcast coming out this day at this time every week. I might do twice a week. Nah, I'm going to do once a week for right now. And then if I start getting more things to say, I'm definitely going to start doing it twice a week. I also want to try to get a guest on once a month. I already have a few guests in mind that I think would be great. My, Me and my sister have so much to say about like relationships and just funny stuff that I feel like every girl can relate to when they're in a relationship. Um, my cousin, I definitely want her on here. She has her own podcast, Accepting Abundance by Penelope. Go listen to it. She is um, an amazing person. She really needs to become a life coach because she helped me uh, see a lot of things differently and not feel so bad about, I guess, not feeling faith or any religion. So fun fact about me, I'm not religious at all. So she is a definitely someone I want on here because I feel like we could just go back and forth about dreams and goals and obtaining those goals and The Secret, which is a book she showed me that I liked very much. It was a little confusing, the wording. And even she told me that the wording was confusing. But anyways, that's another podcast. (laughs) I want her on here before I start diving into stuff like that. Podcast number one is just, I guess, me talking about my goals and stuff like that. I'm probably... The sound might not be too good. I was at Best Buy the other day and I did look at some microphones. I didn't look at the price, but depending how this sounds... And then I know other people who have podcasts that actually use a microphone and theirs sounds super good. I'm going to see how this sounds. If it's not how I like it to sound, I will spend the money for that microphone. Because even if nobody listens to this podcast, it's still my version of a journal. 
It's my way of getting my thoughts out, my feelings out, without having to actually vent to somebody or put... If, if I have negative thoughts, I don't want to put that on my coworkers or my boyfriend or my family. And sometimes you don't need feedback. You just need to get it out. So this is my way of getting it out. I'm pretty, pretty pumped about it. Uh, let's see. Let's talk about... We'll just talk about me. <laughs> my background. So, like I said, I'm Emily. I'm 22 years old. We'll be 23 in September 8th. Getting close. Uh, I work at a financial institution for about a year now. It's been good to me. The job is a little annoying. You get some colorful language back at you on a daily. Uh, and my personality is a little rowdy, rambunctious. And so my higher-ups, my management, on a daily tells me to tone it down. So that's, sometimes that gets a little discouraging when your personality comes out. And you, you have great numbers. You're number one on all your KPIs, your uh, key performance indicators. You're number one or two, one or two. And so you're doing great. You're performing how they want you to. And you're very positive and upbeat. But then they come to you and tell you to tone it down on a daily. That gets very discouraging. It gets very... It's just like... It feels like the system trying to change you. Which sounds like a super hippie stoner thing to say. And I am neither a hippie nor a stoner. 100%. But it does feel like them trying to change you. Saying... Like... It feels like they have this perfect image. And they're like, you meet the perfect image... But you're standing out a bit and we need you to fall in line. We need you to fade with the mass, not stand out. And I'm a very standout person. I like to make people laugh. I like to joke. I like to be witty and sarcastic like my dad. I like to, I like to be like my dad a lot, but very positive and bubbly like my mom. They are the perfect mixture of people. And I feel like that's why they produce pretty dank daughters. <laughs> um, so... Work, I love coming to work. I hate when I get told to not do something or to tone it down because it's just I'm performing. I'm helping I'm helping my teammates perform as well. I'm getting their call volume up. I'm getting like them excited and competitive to get their numbers high. And you just get told to tone it down and that you're distracting others. So there's something I just have to deal with on a daily when I come to work. But it's a pretty good job. Pays the bills. It also gives me the freedom to travel, which I am going to Thailand. I want my boyfriend on the podcast so that we could talk about Thailand. Um, I'll probably record, actually, a podcast with him in Thailand, which is... We leave September 14th, so get ready for that one. It's going to be pretty amazing. Um, Let's see, some more history on me. I used to be very, um, pretty, I I mean, not really basic, but I was pretty, I I don't know what I would call it. I was with a person for, I was with a guy for four and a half years. We broke up April of 2017 which for good we broke up for good we broke up a lot 
but for good in April of 2017, and that was hands down the best decision I've ever made in my life. I was super unhappy. I was lonely. And when you live with someone, it's just you and them living in an apartment, and you're with them, and you still feel lonely. When you're in the same room together and you still feel lonely, like that's when you pretty much know the relationship's over and you need to move on with your life. And that was a super hard thing for me to do. Not because I, I mean, I do care about him, but that's not why it was hard to leave. It wasn't hard to leave because I was like, oh, I love him. I'll never find someone like him. No, I could, I didn't want to find someone like him. I wanted to find someone that, I wanted to find all the qualities that I needed that I didn't know I needed until I didn't find them in this person. But the reason it was so hard to leave is because we were together for four years and we lived in the same apartment. So therefore, that was something easy. It was rent was only 400 a month, 800, me and him split 400. And that was super easy to obtain, super easy lifestyle. We both competed. So if I was on prep, he understood the struggle, didn't really eat fast food in front of me and vice versa. If he was on prep, bodybuilding is what I mean by on prep. I compete. I didn't eat fast food in front of him. He didn't eat fast food in front of me. We understood our attitudes, I guess. Whenever we had attitudes with each other, it's because we are hungry. We are tired. We don't want to do uh, cardio. We're depleted. We're dehydrated. We just understood the struggle. And we helped each other. Um, Like, we would need to exfoliate the day before competition. We would both get each other's backs. Like... He turned, he started forming into less of a boyfriend and a romantic interest and someone that I just wanted to do life with and more into something that was super convenient for me. Emotionally, it drained me, but money-wise, and I know that sounds bad, but I'm just being honest and real with you guys. Money-wise, lifestyle-wise... And just comfort, it was convenient. And it was convenient that I didn't have to put on makeup every day. It was convenient that I could, (laughs) sounds gross, but I could just use the bathroom with the door wide open, didn't matter. I could fart, (laughs) which is a huge thing to me. Um, Not that I could fart, but like just that comfort that it doesn't matter what I do. I'm just, I'm comfortable. We're not leaving each other. We're fine. We're comfortable. But then I started realizing that my happiness in my humor which everyone even told me I was starting to change because I wasn't as funny anymore I didn't have that wit because anytime I would try to be witty with him and I'm not saying any names on the podcast whenever I would try to be witty with him I would get shut down or I would I would I would get a response that made me feel stupid or weird and I am a very weird person so when someone tries to call me out on that It's not an insecurity, but I do get defensive about it because I like my weirdness and I don't want that to change. And he was trying to change that. So I had to get out of that situation. I did. I moved out, lived with my mom. Best decision I've ever made was leaving that relationship. I spent the next few months very happy, changed my hair color just felt like I was living life was happy and then after three months I had to drive I got this job and I had to drive to 
um, Pensacola from Spanish for if you're not from the area, if you're not from Baldwin County, Alabama, Lower Alabama. It's approximately about a 45-minute drive if there's traffic an hour. So I had to do that twice a day, uh, five days a week. So I had to wake up, and I still was going to the gym, so I had to wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning, eat, go to the gym, come home, take a shower, go to work, stay at work for 9 hours, 45-minute drive home, take a shower, and then by then it was time to go to sleep. So my life got very empty, and plus I was on the phones 24-7 talking to um, members, customers, whatever you want to call it. Some of them were pleasant. Some of them just wanted to make payments. Some of them were very angry and wanted to cuss at you. So I've been called a bitch. I've been called a fucking parasite. I've also been called the C word, C-U-N-T. And that (laughs) got me going. That's when I finally figured out I either wanted to apply out or find another job. So I got a little depressed. Um, I stayed depressed from about... September to or not September more like October after I've been in the job for a full month month and a half from October to February I pretty much stayed depressed um in February I went to go see my sister in West Palm Beach which was amazing I had fun and then I went back to Alabama got depressed again and that's when I figured out like I started talking to my cousin Penelope the one with the podcast And she kind of talked to me about, um, like, getting myself out of that situation, um, being grateful. Like, even if you're in the worst situation, you should be grateful for things. And once you show that gratitude, things, the universe will start working in your favor. But you have to make it work. You can't just say, I want this, I want that. Or the universe is like, well, I'm just going to focus on you not having that. Again, that's for another podcast. There's a lot I want to say, but so I talked to her about it. And then finally I made a move in March to move closer to work. So I didn't have to be on the road for, uh, an hour and 30 minutes of my life every single day. That adds up to what? Five, two, four, six, seven, seven and a half hours of my life every day was spent driving to and from work. I don't want to do that. And that's if I didn't work weekends. Sometimes I would work weekends. Anyways, I made the move, started getting happy. I um, moved in with my roommates. Uh, again, I'm not going to say names, but they, they're they very different um, than each other, than other people. One's a very much a hippie. He hates when people call him a hippie, but does jujitsu, has long hair, smokes pot, lives a very carefree lifestyle. I'm sorry, but you are a hippie. And then the other one is more of... He's, he's agnostic slash atheist. He um, fights with depression a lot. And I confided in him because his line of work is very different than most people's line of work. Um, it is strictly done from home. I won't go into detail about it unless he wants to be on the podcast and talk about it. That'd be pretty cool. But I'm not going to talk about it right now. But anyways, he does a different line of work. So that intrigued me. I asked him a lot of questions. And I have... A sense of community is very is something I'm super passionate about because I do not have it. I lack it in my life. And when I went to West Palm to see my sister, 
it's it's always overwhelming the sense of community there and so that's when I finally found out like you don't know what you're missing until you see it and so I saw it and I said that's why I'm depressed because I don't have that community I don't have besides my family people who genuinely care about me without wanting something from me or wanting to turn it into something big like a relationship or sex or something like that so once I saw that in West Palm I wanted that here and so once I moved to my new house with my roommates I tried very much to bond with them I asked one of my roommates the one that works from home I'm gonna call them roommate a is gonna be the hippie roommate b will be the one that works from home so I asked roommate B um, if he wanted to go to Walmart, if he wanted to go shopping. I like wanted to hang out with him all the time. And so we got a very close bond. I brought my PlayStation, so he bought a game. We, I watched him play games. He watched me play games. We both played games. Um, he plays Heroclix. I don't know if you guys know about that. It's a very interesting game that I am horrible at. But I play with him because it's not bad. It's fun. But I'm horrible at it and I get competitive and I don't understand it all the way, but I want to. And so once I move out, I move out August 17th, I'll probably play that once a month with roommate B because I actually do like it and I want to learn how to master that game. But anyways, I try to hang out with them as much as I can because I wanted a sense of community. And I feel like I got that with them a little bit, a little bit. And it felt good. I started getting happy again. I started losing my religion, which sounds like a bad thing, but it actually made me happier. I felt very happy knowing that this is my life. I don't need a heaven. I don't need an afterlife. I don't need a reincarnation. This is my life, and it's a beautiful life, and I'm going to enjoy it for what it is. I don't need to worry about the future. I'm living for what I am now to work on my future. If that makes sense. I don't need to live my life a certain way so I can get to heaven. I don't need to live my life a certain way so that my karma is good and I can be reincarnated into the next life as something good or reach nirvana to where I don't need to be reincarnated. I want to live my life for what it is and enjoy it for what it is. And so I started living with that mentality and it was great. Um, My boyfriend now we joked around a lot and I just took it as us joking I was like this is something good and I like it and I'm living for now we did a jog we did a justice jog together we ran and we had sex that day um first time hanging out we had sex and then we just kind of hooked up after that and I was like this is fine everyone was asking me all of his friends because I met his friends were asking me his friends girlfriends because this is how girls are were asking me how, like, when we're going to be official, if we're actually going to start dating, or if this is just a hookup. And I would say, I like what we are now, and I expect nothing from this relationship. I don't expect to be his girlfriend. I don't expect us to get married. I don't expect us to do anything except for be what we are now, because it's good, I like it, and I want to keep it. If I didn't like what we were now, I would shut it down. But I do like it. I don't expect anything from it. And I think me not expecting anything from that relationship made us as strong as we are now. We don't really expect things from each other, which is great. But we're not. We're faithful to each other, if that makes sense. So I started living with the mentality of not expecting things, which then once once I lived with that mentality, 
<laughs> life started changing so much for me. I got a promotion to where I wasn't talking to people 24-7, customers, members, whatever, 24-7. I was on, I was leaving a lot of voicemails and I was top of my, uh, my new position, my new promotion. I was top of the game on that and they were intrigued. I got a raise and then a few months later, two months later, I got another raise which was amazing. I got two raises in two months back to back. It was great. And so now I'm making a decent amount of money. I have, uh, I'm happy with my job. I'm trying to get promoted out because I want more. I don't want more. I am going to get more so that I can have a house. I have a house in mind. I'm just waiting for the universe to put it in front of my face so that I can start living it me and my dude are in a very good place in our relationship it's just great like life is life is amazing everyone should live life for what it is it's life live it for what it is not what it could I mean life could be amazing but you need to live life in the moment is what I believe you don't need to live for a god or a nirvana If that's what makes you happy, then yeah, of course, live for that. If you feel in your heart faith for God and stuff, then yeah, of course, do that. But I find the most happiness when I'm living for myself in the moment. When I'm doing what makes me happy in the moment, not what makes... Obviously, if it doesn't make sense in the long run, I don't do it either. But I'm not living for my afterlife. I'm living for my life now because this life is beautiful and everyone should live for their life now, not for an afterlife. But I'm starting to ramble, so that's also another discussion I'll probably have with my cousin is about religion and living for your life. But anyways, I'm going to go ahead and close this podcast. We're running on 22 minutes over what I wanted to do. I started to ramble for a bit, so I promise that we'll start seizing. I'm doing this in my car right before I go into work. So I don't really have notes in front of me. I'm definitely going to write some notes at work today about what I want to talk about in the next podcast. Anyways, guys, July 31st, the year's almost over, 2018, halfway there. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Uh, Please write in, ask me questions so I can answer them. Anything. I'm pretty open, pretty vulgar, so I'm down to talk about anything. Goodbye. Mwah!